0: Guys, Welcome back to another episode. In our last episode, I had the chance to sit down with Modesto's very own local band, Kill a Whale. If you skipped episode 3 and went straight to episode 4, I highly recommend to go back and give it a listen because you won't be disappointed. You also won't be disappointed with this week's episode because we have a hardcore punk band from Stockton, a band that I personally think is awesome and also has some pretty cool members. Guys, let's talk about Knee Deep. So I know you guys are a Stockton-based band, but where are you guys actually from?
1: Do you mean born, exactly? Yeah,
0: like born. Where are you guys from? Okay,
1: well, I believe that everybody in the rest of the band is from Stockton. But me, I was born in Castro Valley, and I came to Stockton uh, in about the second grade. So I basically consider myself a Stocktonian. But Technically, I'm from the Bay, I guess.
0: Nice, nice. Yes. And so how did you guys actually unite to become a band, like the members that you guys have now?
1: The original, original lineup uh started when I was in high school I must have been a junior but it's kind of gone through many many changes I am uh me I'm basically the last original one I guess the only um, original the only original yeah technically
0: and was it something that was like planned or did it just sort of happen how you Danny and
1: Gabe united. Uh, That was definitely, that definitely just happened because we were in need of a vocalist at the time, and it was funny because me and Danny were originally going to start a whole different project, but then it turned out that my main project needed a vocalist, so one day I just decided to ask him, and yeah, it worked out pretty well.
0: And when you guys first started out together, was it in your minds that this was a project that would be short or something that you wanted to go for, like, the long run?
1: Uh, me, personally, I wanted it to be for the long run. I can't really speak for Danny or Gabe.
2: I'm down hear, for the long run.
1: Yeah, I, I've all, <laughs> I want to do this for a while. Like, for sure, definitely, I want it to be part of my life just because it means a lot to me, and it's been a big part of my life for past couple years. If I'm still having fun, a few years, then it it, all
0: works out. Was there a significant moment where you guys thought this can work, or did you guys just go with the flow and realize that everyone was working well together? Oh yeah,
1: there was a moment for sure. There's, I've definitely realized one day that I stopped trying to write a certain way, and like both Gabe and Danny, they helped me realize that I could just write literally anything, and as long as it sounds good, it doesn't have to necessarily be hardcore punk, or Heavy metal it could it could be you know it could be some kind of alternative or you know acoustic or because at the end of the day music is really fun, you know
0: right, yeah, right, was there a moment for you, Danny, where you kind of thought like this is really working like we're working oh yeah really yeah, well for sure,
2: I could I guess it started like when I started recording practices because I guess they never really did that before, mm-hmm. and like we would sit back and like listen to like our practices and like we would have those like, oh God, like we're actually doing this. Moments. right
0: so i did a little bit of research on you guys like on your band camp and stuff yeah and i got that in the summer of 2013 <laughs> you guys came out with your summer demo ep yes. and in december of 2016 you guys came out with the male violence demo and in may of 2017 you came out with your single how do how do you pronounce that Hitsuyu. it's called the one the one to you yes Hitsuyu. okay i didn't know how to pronounce that so i wanted to ask you um, out of all the three releases, which one do you think was the most tough to record?
1: The one. Yeah, probably the, the one. last one, yeah. Um, I don't know, there, because at that point there was a transition from, going, from writing kind of easier, basic songs into becoming more, I don't know, funky and even a little technical. And obviously those things had to be perfected in the studio, and that took more time.
0: Right, so that was something that you guys put a lot of, like, more time, more you would time, say, into yeah. it. Yeah, it
1: took way longer than, say, the male violence, which was recorded in three days, I believe, yeah, as mm-hmm. opposed to the other one, which was, like, a couple of Yeah, we really knocked that first one out. Yeah. A little something like this. I can't see what's in front of my
2: face. I need to think for a minute or two. Was never a right to think in, was never a wrong, cause all I do is
0: fucking think about me and my fucking way and all I do it's sick. It's sick. is think, it's me. specific routine you guys have when it comes to writing and making new music? Like is there a special thing you guys do every time or it just kind of depends on whatever you're working on?
2: Jam, jam, jam. Yeah, we just jam
1: <laughs> and just kind of let it go. Um, literally, just let loose.
2: And Always record practice. Record every
1: single little thing, and because in the moment we can't tell how like how good or how bad it is, but then we go back and listen until we're just like, oh man, wow, we really just wrote that ourselves. Like that's pretty good.
2: Literally, just record everything, because there's like times where I hear you play something, hella cool, and I'm not recording, and I know I can't mouth it back to you sometimes, and when I try to, you don't, you don't really get it. Yeah, because. <laughs>
1: We're not all too good with like musical notation and stuff like that, so
0: um,
1: our anything we used to record is our best friend.
0: And um, usually, how long does the writing process take for you guys? Is it a fun process or is it a stressful process? It's fun
1: at first. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like everything, it's fun at first. Yeah, we, we when we first write the song, it's it's definitely fun, and you know, it's literally just jamming out, and it happens to be a song. But then we have to go back and relearn and perfect every single little thing, make sure it doesn't sound like crap. And that is really a tedious process, but obviously the outcome is really worth it.
0: And starting from the beginning to now, how would you say that your sound has changed? What's new and what did you guys decide to leave behind?
1: I feel like you could definitely see the originality more. We stopped trying to specifically write a specific genre of music. And we kind of just wrote whatever, and you could definitely see that it, it went from being I don't know hardcore punk to something that people can't even really put their finger on. Like we go out of our way to ask people what they think our genre is, and because we can't even really say anything, even then sometimes a lot of the people they can't.
0: Like when I was um, trying to find like a description to for your genre, like I said, I like looked at your Bandcamp yeah, info, yeah. and it said hardcore punk. So I yeah. thought, okay. That's what I'm gonna That's, go with. When it, I'm right. Yeah,
1: it's definitely like a blanket term, um, for sure. Because obviously it's aggressive and fast. And, but if you really want to like look into the sh- subgenres and genres, we've been influenced by heavy metal and hardcore punk. So there's definitely like different little, yeah, just different little. Um,
0: like different elements you're elements. taking from yeah, all different genres into definitely. one. you Get your own like original yeah. uh, sound. So tell us a little bit about the Stockton music scene when it comes to. Just a general turn, hardcore punk music. Has that been influential to you guys when it comes to your sound? Yeah,
1: definitely. What do you I
2: think? would I would say so. I feel like the scene was a big influence on me, kind of, because, like, I wasn't really, I, I wasn't an original member, but I remember my first show was actually a knee-deep show. So I feel like that has a lot to do with it. And it's just, since I know how things go at shows, basically, it's like we kind of, like, we're not gearing towards, like, being like you know influential or anything like that we kind of just want to like be fun and like have fun and like let people like i don't know just i guess appreciate or something something different
0: right so just play your music and make sure you know if they're like into it then they're into it and like
1: and a lot of it is that the bands in stockton that came out of there they're good like i don't support them just because i know them and they're my friend they literally write good music and that i listen to in my own personal time and i'm just like man i got to i got to step up to the plate yeah. <laughs> right yeah. so when you're
0: listening to those bands and you know that they have like good elements that they bring into their band and their sound it kind of gives you guys a little like
2: there's definitely some friendly competition oh yeah, competition
0: yeah. too
1: a little bit here and there but but it's it's, all it's like not <laughs> like
2: negative like competition it's more like oh you know like like oh that was a sick riff i wonder if like my riff would be i feel a like sick. a lot of the bands right. like to like inspire each other maybe Definitely. or not i don't yeah. know
0: I definitely get that that vibe from that scene, and um I know some shows there can get pretty crazy. But what's the craziest show you guys have played in Stockton?
1: I would say there've been a couple of really good ones, but I would say because Danny um, has opened up his house before to twice, uh, twice uh, for shows this uh, last year and the year before that. And I would say the first year was really really. It was it was pretty crazy. <laughs> there was a lot of people, and it was inside, and it was raining, and everybody was slipping. Oh. It, it was it was it was fun. <laughs> yeah. that sounds crazy, but sounds yeah. fun
0: too. And what's your favorite thing about being a part of the um, Stockton hardcore punk scene? Does it feel like home to you guys when you're playing?
1: I think so. I I feel like they there's like a certain respect that we have for them, and they have for us. Just and I feel like they expect something out of us, uh, and. It's not a bad thing, you know. It's a good thing because we like to give people uh, a sense of I don't know. Like we like want people to go to the show and just say, "Oh, this is going to be a great time," because either I'm on, yeah, either me Deep is on the on the on the bill or Cheap Shoes. Shout out to Cheap Shoes. Yeah, is <laughs> on, on the bill. The boys. You know, Definitely.
0: When you play shows that aren't from your town, is the vibe different? If it is, is it in a good way or in a bad
1: way? Like when we play the shows themselves, like when we're actually on stage playing? Like
0: when you're playing, when you're not playing like let's say in Stockton, when you're playing somewhere else maybe you've never been to or you're not used to that scene, is it a good change or a bad change? It's
1: usually good, it's usually good because everybody loves like fast music, you know? And it's usually a good Shouts thing. Shouts to Sacramento yeah, for Sacramento, giving us some good shows. Sacramento has definitely shown us love for sure. And honestly, we haven't. We, we would like to play out of town shows more because we we have played a lot, you know, in the Bay and stuff, but not nearly as much as we uh, as much as we would like to. So definitely. is
0: that maybe like a goal you guys definitely for just, this year, like try oh, to yeah.
1: expand out? More? Hell yeah, all over California. Hopefully, <laughs> just see what everybody everybody's different scenes have to offer.
0: And if you were trying to convince someone to move to Stockton solely on the music culture and the scene that you guys have grown to be a part of, what would you tell them?
2: You gotta say it. (laughs) I'd say if
1: you don't want to pay expensive rent and move to Oakland for their good scenes, come to Stockton (laughs) (laughs) because we got cheap rent and we got great, great fucking music. That's
0: true. So, so um, as individuals, what do you bring to the table that benefits the style of Knee Deep?
2: I would say, like, a breath of fresh air, maybe, because it's usually just all screaming from, like, what I've heard before. But I, I try to sing, you know? I try to, like, sing be weird. Straight.
0: And I was listening to um, the single, the Tsuyu, yeah. um, and, yeah, I noticed that there was, like, more singing than usual, and I thought that was pretty cool, and it kind of took me, like, back for a second.
1: Cause obviously being aggressive and mad is always fun, but at the end of the day, we're not really aggressive and mad people. We you know we we love bands that sing like you know Nirvana and you know, but we also go back and l- listen to heavier stuff. So I feel like it's definitely different.
0: And how has this band changed you guys in your personal lives, if it has?
1: It, I, I definitely have a sense of. Um, I need, I, I have a a reason to get up in the morning now, you know, like, what the heck? <laughs> 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 no, no, really really. This time. no really, 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 like, I don't know what else I would do, like, I guess I could just hang out at home and watch TV, but instead I'm going to Gabe's house and, you know, just having a bunch of fun. Oh yeah, Gabe him. couldn't be here today, he's at <laughs> work. Yeah, he's at work. Shouts out to Gabe. Shouts out to Gabe. He's on the clock right now.
0: How do you guys think you individually stand out in this band? What are you known for when you go to shows?
1: Riffs. riffs. <laughs> like, I'm not even, like, no. I know I'm the guitarist and everything, but people will go up to me and they just, they love the riffs. I'm like, I'm not even, like, you know?
2: I've been complimented, I guess, on my stage antics and, like, how crazy I can get. Yeah, this, but, is all, this is all from what
1: people tell us. yeah.
0: So it's not what you think, it's just the facts, yeah, yeah, what people yeah. are seeing at the
1: shows. Yeah, they, they like, oh, and Gabe's playing, everybody always loves Gabe's drumming, man. That dude, he's a... He's a beast. He's a beast behind, he's a savage behind those drums. Everybody is always paying attention. Every every time somebody, like, records us a bit, uh, with, on video, they're focusing on Gabe, because he's doing all these crazy... You can't even see how fast his hands are going, because he's just... It's hyper speed. <laughs> wilding out.
0: Yeah. Um, if things took a turn for the worst, do you think you guys would still be as close as you are now, aside from being in the band? Heck no.
2: We Go to
1: Gabe's house because we practice at his house, but we literally go there to just hang out sometimes.
2: I feel like nothing would really change. Like it's just like we'd probably still jam. Yeah, we probably would still jam honestly. Like we'd
1: probably still record. It just wouldn't be necessarily knee deep.
2: Cause we all love being in this band honestly. I could tell.
1: Like it's nothing is forced. Literally. It's
0: it just all comes it's naturally. Just, we hang
1: out, we're having fun. Oh yeah, let's pick up our instruments and play. And, yeah. And like
0: hours pass, and then it's like, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, do it again. Yeah. Have to tell us guys, is new music in the works for <laughs> this
1: year? Yeah, definitely.
2: Like, Super flame. Yeah, a
0: lot. It's
1: <laughs> a whole album's worth, really. Just a lot of music coming, and um, I don't, I can't even really give a date, really, uh, when it's gonna come out, but hopefully sooner than later. Right. It's going to be a
2: lot, yeah. These things take time, and I feel like taking time, taking your actual, like, time and taking it, you know, the distance of how far you want to take it to make it worth it will basically make it worth it.
1: No, we're really not trying to rush anything.
0: Right. And the cool thing is you guys don't have necessarily, like, deadlines. You guys can really just work on it however long you want and just get it out whenever. Yeah,
1: exactly. And that's why we don't even want to, like, give a date because, you know, we really don't know. And... We don't want to rush anything because we want it to be absolutely perfect and absolutely, you know, studio quality. And We want it to be able to, somebody has it on CD and they can play it in their car. And it's just another one, CD amongst their collection of favorite music.
0: Right, that they just have and yeah, play whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah, Not that they're supporting a local band because, you know, they're local and they're your friends, but they literally love the music, genuinely.
0: And is there a certain style or sound that you guys want to bring to the table with future need deep music?
1: Just, I want to become... Mm. I don't know weird <laughs> all that and I want to just do weird shit like I don't even know acoustic songs like shit people won't see coming you know
2: right overdubs shit.
1: overdubs and bring out the bongos the bongos <laughs> the bongos. <laughs>
0: bongos a banjo yeah. just all kinds shit. so you guys are super open for yeah, we'll do just a, anything we'll do
1: a fucking reggae song if if, if it comes down to it <laughs> like that, you know, honestly that would be really yeah, cool yeah like, yeah. like, like It'd be really fun. Um,
0: is making it big on your minds, or are you guys just enjoying what you're doing in this moment and not really thinking about that?
1: Obviously, it'd be great to be able to live off our own like creativity and art. Uh, it's it's kind of... I don't want to say it's not likely, because bands are definitely doing it. There are definitely bands out there right now that are putting in work and that are even, dare I say, in the mainstream, because they're, they're really original, and they they made it onto... You know, they were Grammy-nominated bands last year. And it's certainly possible, but it's not, like, at the top of our list, really. I mean, obviously, it'd be fun and great to have somebody pay f- us to tour the world. But right now, we're just really trying to put up a really good first album, see where that
2: takes us. I feel like being in a band in general, just you have to kind of think. It's like an afterthought, almost. Yeah. Like, oh, like, we could be big, but, you know, it just... I guess it just depends on how the universe aligns itself.
0: And I know this is a super cliche question, but where do you guys see yourselves with this band in five years?
2: Realistically,
1: I would love to be just somewhere on tour in the middle of some random country, like literally, like anywhere but here. Right. (laughs) Just because that—that's the dream, basically. Just you know, realistically, I want to be a couple albums in, and. God damn. I definitely want to have, um, I don't know, I really set, like, a cornerstone right. that we could just build off of. Right. Like, and I feel like right now is we're, uh, our foundation that we're building off of right now. So hopefully um, uh, we'll have a giant in five years, a giant that is knee deep. Mm-hmm.
0: And if you guys, let's say you do make it big, do you think that you'll still be doing shows, like, in your local scene? Or will you do a complete 180 and never come back? <laughs>
1: Never coming. <laughs> put it together randomly last minute,
2: what, like the Foo Fighters did with that, yeah. that little mini tour. They played uh, pizza They played, played in, pizza shops put in like houses.
1: What? Yeah, they, they did, they, did they do that? It was a couple of years ago. Yeah, they, they did, did like a
2: free tour, I think. And they they
1: played in like kids' garages and oh. like they basically made the kids' lives.
0: <laughs> that's amazing, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, see
1: that. See exactly. That's like that's the dream right there. Just making some kids' lives. Just cause, you know.
0: You would say maybe that would be a goal for you guys. Like if you do make it big, just yeah,
1: to be able to still because
0: you've been at that. We've all been at that point before, you know, like, yeah. oh, my gosh, if my favorite band plays, yeah. you know, here and my garage or whatever, it would, yeah. I would, I could die the next day yeah, and it exactly. would be okay. Exactly. So anything else that you'd like to add for our listeners, advice, just anything in general about your band?
1: Just really to stay tuned because it's about to get real weird. <laughs> <laughs> real weird. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone's
2: listening and they throw shows in this area, you should totally hit us up.
1: Yeah, we would love to play, like, Turlock and... You know, even more South Valley, Fresno, going down to SoCal. it would be great.
0: So just everywhere. Yeah. And um, do you guys want to give our listeners your social media account so they can follow you guys? Our most
1: active one is probably our Instagram. Knee Deep
2: CA, everything. Yep. Literally everything. Yeah,
1: all over everything. Twitter and I think Facebook is all Knee Deep CA.
0: Right. Got it. So there you guys have it. Uh, A huge thanks to everyone. To Need Deep, Sam, Danny, Gabe couldn't make it because he was working. Thank you. But thanks for coming for this interview, and it's been a great ride. Keep it metal. For next podcast episode, I'm not exactly sure if I will be reviewing a specific band or if I will be reviewing the certain style of a certain artist or anything like that. But once I figure it out, I will definitely let you know. And please stay tuned because some awesome things are coming the next couple of months. Thanks for tuning in.